0: Hello friends and welcome to episode 49 of Femmoire the podcast. Today we're going to talk about breakdown. Hey friends, this is Femoir the podcast where we talk about comedy and happiness, two worlds that should intersect a lot more than they do, but we're going to try and make them intersect on these podcasts. I'm Brianna Hansen and I'm super glad that you are joining me. This is uh, for those newscomers. This is like a podcast that like has like taken on a lot of different formations. And so this is like the latest formation of this like podcast. So like I hope you're enjoying it, and I hope you know that I don't always talk like this. In fact, I'm just doing it right now because I feel like I don't really know why. Some exciting stuff is happening on this podcast today. First of all, I'm recording on a new computer. I finally broke down, which is the topic of today, and I got a new computer for the first time since 2008. It was a necessary purchase, and um, for those of you who are like, oh, but you're always complaining you don't have any money, I got a new credit card is what happened. So <laughs> so I still don't have money, but uh, I paid off one credit card, so I got a new one, and I put this sucker on the credit card. So yeah, I'm actually really excited about it. It's been really fun, but it is new, so I'm a little nervous that I'm going to do this entire episode, and then it's going to somehow just be like, beep, boop, boop, I'm too smart for you, and then delete it all? I don't know. It's uh, This technology is, is really moves at a rapid pace, and I don't keep up with it, and I don't understand it, so... I'm hoping that this records, uh, but if anything, it will be a better story when I re-upload a different podcast about breaking down, (laughs) Um, because that would be... I'm not asking you to break down, computer. I'm I'm really hoping you're recording, but I honest to God can't tell because I don't don't know what's happening right now. Is it recording? I don't know. Is it? It looks like it's recording, so we're going to operate under the assumption that the computer is smart enough to know what it's doing. Okay, so today friends, we're going to talk about the topic of breakdown. This is something very near and dear to my heart Um, a, a few months ago I guess it's several months ago at this point. It feels like a few. It feels like yesterday. I was uh, going through lots of different stuff. You know, I, I work hard at my career, for those of you who don't know, I'm a comedian and a writer and an actress and all that jazz, and uh, I've been working on it since, well, I fell in love with it really in college is when I embraced the fact that this is the artist life for me, um, not the singing one, and not the pirate one, despite what it sounds like, but the artist life for me. Arr. And so, really, I I got obsessed with this in college, and then since then, I've been working very hard at making it a career that I can live on, live in different cities, all that jazz. So, uh, now, at 28 years old, starting to reach the point where I'm like, God, I'm good at this, and I need to make more money than I made right now, because I have been, um, you know, living living on the edge financially for a very long time and at a certain point you're just like okay this is fine and I'm grateful for everything that I have but also uh, ready for more ready to take on more financial responsibility please. So um, this summer and into the fall this past year I had a lot of stuff go down starting in let's say let's say the shift really started end of May Um, throughout June, July, August a major relationship ended uh in I had my car pretty much went kaputs so I had to figure out how to get a new car I was uh, going through lots of different relationship stuff and then uh, financially you know my rent went up and all these things were happening and I wasn't seeing results from certain things that I had kind of uh, put a lot of investment in uh, both in my personal life also in my career and uh, I was feeling very frustrated and at the end of October uh, I think it was November 1st, uh, somewhere around there, is kind of when it all came to a head. A couple things went down in my personal life that I'm not going to get into, but uh, were heart-wrenching. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then one big thing happened. Here's the story behind it. So all this is going down in the summer, right? And uh, I'm working on some projects, but all of them are in the creative phases, and financially it's just getting strapped and not sure what I'm going to do, and... Okay, so I get dressed to go to a um, party, a Halloween party, and I got dressed up in kind of a ridiculous and fun outfit that I didn't even buy. I found amongst all these things that I had and um, was going to go to this party on the east side of town. Uh, I live in Los Angeles and I live on the west side and you'll hear all the time, "Oh, east side versus west side, not just in, you know, I don't know, gang talk, but also in, um, just general talk getting from one side of town to the other because la has a lot of people and a lot of traffic and so and it's a big spread out city so okay so i go i'm dressed up i'm ready to go and i've taken a picture even for my friend my best friend to send it to her like look uh look at them all dressed up ah i'm gonna go to this party thought you'd like this whatever so i get in the car and i realize that i only have a half tank of gas the next day i have to go to um an hour south of la for a film Project that I'm working on um, that I didn't even you know I didn't even know anything about, but I knew it was an hour away. And basically, I thought about the amount of money that I had in the, in my bank account, and I thought of the amount of credit I had available to me. And it should be noted, I'm really good with my finances. Like I'm when I say I put it on a credit card, it's because the other one was paid off. Like uh, you know, I try and be pretty responsible about it. All that being said, I realized that I didn't have enough money. Or the capability to put it on a credit card, to put a little extra gas in my tank. So if I went to this, uh, if I went to this kid's party on the other side of town, and then came back, it would deplete my gas. So I would have to get gas in the tank before I go to this film. Which, by the way, I wasn't getting paid for, uh, and was seemingly a waste of my time. <laughs> it wasn't. It was a great experience, but uh, I'll get to that in a second. And so. Uh, I, I got in the car, realized that, got overwhelmed. I think I finally just literally broke down from everything that had happened over the summer. The fact that like, and I love my car. It's a great car, but this new car, I can't even afford to put gas in because I didn't know where the next car payment was going to be available. I didn't even know like if the apartment that I'm living in now is worth the exorbitant amount of rent that I pay, but I don't know how to get out of this situation because I, I love my apartment. And Anyway, I just didn't, I uh, I had a little breakdown. So in the car, after I turn it on, I realize this, uh, I make this evaluation and I think to myself, like I've n- I don't even go out that much because I can't really afford it. And uh, I couldn't really afford it and I don't take the time to do it. And I realize like I'm doing this other thing for free and my energy's all over the place and I'm exhausted and I'm so frustrated and I feel like a failure in so many like personal aspects of my life and in career aspects of my life. And even just saying it like gets me kind of emotional again. And I just start bawling (laughs) like the type of cry that you do when like you literally are feeling this loss. And I don't mean to sound like melodramatic about it. Like, you know, everyone has their highs and lows, but I'm in the car just like losing my shit. And, uh. After I'd say 10, 15 minutes of that, by the way, the car's not on for those of you who are like, well, that's why you have no gas. Cause you turn the car on and cry every morning for 15 minutes before you even drive. No car was not on cause I was afraid to turn the ignition on cause I didn't want to waste gas, this precious gas. So I, after like 20 minutes or so I come inside, I decide I can't go to this party, even though I promised that this uh, friend of mine, who's been very good to me in the comedy scene and all that stuff that I'd be there and it was slash birthday party and and I come into my apartment. and I keep crying. And I just start pacing around like a crazy person and talking to uh, God basically and the universe. And I was careful in what I was saying. I was, uh, not going to be like, you owe me. I've done this. I work so hard. I was uh, very much like, this is, I was very sad. And I was like, this is not a feeling I like. I feel helpless right now. I feel like I've invested so much in so many projects and people that, uh, I hoped would come to fruition in some way and I feel like they're not and I feel let down and I feel frustrated and I'm just like out of my mind and I have been working so hard at this for so long and I don't understand why it's not happening and I need you, universe, who has done so much for me and I see it, I see it around me, I see it in the comfort of my home and all this. I need you to help me. I need you to straight up help me. I don't know what energy I've been putting out that says that this is okay. And maybe it was okay up to this point, but whatever it is, we need to change it because I am not okay with not even feeling like I can turn my car on so I can go, you know, 30 minutes one way driving because I'm terrified that I'll be out of gas. So I won't have gas to go to the free project that I'm doing tomorrow. Like what? Anyway, so I just, I had a long conversation amongst other things that I discussed with the God or the universe or whatever you want to call it or energy and I while crying I'm just like losing it and uh, talked talked to a higher power and um, the funny part is I was talking and looking up and I have actually a, an insane psychopath little horrible wench of a neighbor upstairs who I supposedly can hear my every word even when I'm talking at this space. so supposedly hears it when I call her that I really don't care um, but I was, so I'm kind of talking to my ceiling but really I'm talking to crazy bitch upstairs, um, and I I just had this, so that was the biggest breakdown, and I say that was kind of the tipping point for me. That night was a, a big tipping point. Um, a lot of other things that I'd been working on just started falling apart, and uh, my energy was low, and even though like I had just uh, accomplished a couple major creative projects, I just finished my... Um, my first draft of my novel, which I'm continuing to edit to this day, and I had finished 10 episodes of my web series, which I'm filming right now, and it's so much fun. Those things had already happened, but I just, like, I just lost it. So uh, I started reading this book called Write It Down, Make It Happen by Henriette Klausner, and uh, I, Henry, Henriette and Klausner, let me make sure I get it right. I'll put it in the show notes, too, that I'll put up, but um, Clou- Klauser, not Klausner, Kals, Klauser, Klauser. I'll put it in the show notes at BriannaHansen.com when this episode goes up. But um, I just started reading this book because, you know, in in feeling helpless, I am not a personality that kind of keels over very easily. So I started doing things that I thought would help me out. Uh, And reading this book, which is called Write It Down, Make It Happen, kind of felt somewhat empowering to me. And one of the first pages, because I'm a I'm a book cheater. I like to scan a book. You know, I start reading it a little bit and then I'll scan it and I like to look at stuff ahead and people are like, don't do that. It ruins it. And I'm like, oh, but I'd like to know. Just like, I need to know going into the movie who's going to die so I can actually enjoy the movie. Otherwise, I'm going to be freaking out the entire time and refusing to get invested in anyone because I'm afraid they're going to die. Like, I like I like to know these things. Call it a control freak, whatever you want to call it. I like to know. <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I'm scanning through the book, um, which was given to me, by the way, by my uh, very good friend, Manny eBay, who has his own book called... Um, Thank you, Tony Robbins, uh, which I will also have a link to the show notes. He just is republishing that. It's been out for a while, but he just has a new uh, format for it. Anyway, uh, so he has all these great books, including this one. And the one of the last chapters uh, is called Handling Breakdown. And there's this quote that like caught my eye <laughs> in Handling Breakdown. And I'm reading this probably three or four days after, you know, my, my epic uh, breakdown where I literally felt this like heaving, like years of whoever whoever I was going into the car was a different like I an energy shift happened when I walked out of it <laughs> and had this conversation um, because you know because I'm I just broke down and I'm uh, got rid of all the old stuff so the quote that I saw that really like I read it you guys I read it and then and this is a few days later but I still like had plenty you know plenty of on edge emotions I just started falling again. Uh so here it is. It's a uh, when everything is falling apart, it's a good sign that everything is about to come together. Chaos often comes close to completion. When you recognize a pattern, you rejoice when everything breaks down. You must be getting close to the finish line. So, okay, so I read that and I was like, "Oh my god, that's how I feel right now." Um because that's basically what that was inspiration of the fact that like in this moment of literally feeling like everything around me is not going the way I wanted, and like this old person that I was up to this point in my life is has not has been wonderful, but is not serving the person that I want to become because of these old ideas I had, or these old you know thought patterns, or the the way that I spoke about myself or my career, or any of these things like didn't work, and uh, everything around me, which was in my control in any capacity, was just falling apart was just absolutely like the world that I thought I had set up for myself was not happening <laughs> at all in a way that was just like, you know, beyond my control. So being a few months out of this, I've come to realize that the beauty of that moment, um, the beauty of breakdown, uh, breaking down, not just like breaking it down on the dance floor, but here's, here's what I wanted to share about my own experience. And hopefully it helps you, you know, with whatever's going on in your life, when you do break down, (laughs) if something, things just start falling apart around you, not only can you remember that quote of like, you know, chaos comes towards the end, which means not the end of your life, but like the end of something is when you start to see all these, all these things just spiraling, spiraling out of control. And that's a good thing because that means, you know, a door that's about to be shut is going to shut. And when it does, you can finally open this other one that you've wanted. It also, I think, is a good thing because, um, you know, there's a huge opportunity in, in being that low. First of all, you get to see what you still have. <laughs> so even though I had all these things that were falling apart in my life, I still have and had then so many reasons to be grateful and so many things that were sticking around. So even when I've lost everything, I can still, not everything, but when I when I was so down and kind of volatile emotionally, I could still see the people around that were there for me and the environment that was there for me. And I could kind of see it more clearly so I could evaluate it for what it's worth rather than, you know, ignoring it because everything's going right. So I don't see how great it is. I could be like, oh my God, at least I have my dinky little apartment. Like I have my dinky apartment. I am grateful to have a job that I know pays for my dinky apartment. I have parents who Uh, love me immensely who uh, you know are concerned about me and uh care about me and I know you know provide a safety net along with my friends uh who will help me out in this and so I could see that more clearly also you know in breaking down like that kind of had to happen because like I said I've been working on this career in my uh for a while and I know, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that long. But I've been—I'm the type of person that gets very invested in things, and I've been very invested uh, in my career, and, and very, very invested in it in the past couple of years, especially since moving to Los Angeles. Like, I'm very focused, and I work very hard, and I keep seeing so many things as investments that I assume will pay off. And so, um, but I really need them to like financially actually pay off or actually see some of the fruits of that. And. So in breaking down, I realized that whatever I had set up for myself, which has been really beneficial, you know, I'll keep all the good parts of it and then just need to shed, literally shed the rest because it's like, you know, every seven years, snakes get rid of their skin. I made that up. I made that up. I made that up. I think it's every seven years you have a whole new, you've shed so much skin that you're like a whole new person. I think snakes do it more often. I'm going to look it up and I'll include that also in the show notes I'm so sorry I I just completely made that up but I think there is something about humans you know you do your new person after a certain amount of time with your skin with the cells the amount that you've shed okay it's not important the point is even even your body has to like completely revamp itself and so you can't assume that you know you're going to get all these good new things added on to a foundation that hadn't supported them previously it had supported you know a previous life so For me, what I realized is I'm getting rid of all this stuff that isn't serving the person that I actively want to become. And um, I like the person that I am, but there's a lot of elements that I am no longer satisfied with and no longer serve me. So by getting rid of all that, which is a painful process and literally feels like a loss, uh, and you should respect it for that. Like, don't be like, oh, whatever, I just have to get through this. I mean, it is a painful process and feels like a loss. In doing that, you get to. Start from the foundation again. You get to create a very solid foundation of this new person that you wanna become. Because the other thing that's beautiful about a breakdown is you have nothing to lose. Now you get to come from a place of power. You can't, you know, lose something that you don't have. When you feel like you've lost all these things, you're like, well, I guess I'm never getting that back. So whatever, let me go into this blindly. Like, let me go into, for me, like my career not really caring. Like I've already spent so much time and energy in this stuff. So I, I mean, I care immensely, but now when I do, let's say an improv class or something, I don't go into it like, Oh my God, I need the teacher to like me so that I can uh, go to the top of the class that I can be like a part of this and blah, blah, blah. Like I don't listen. I've invested a lot in uh, a lot of creative outlets. And so now I go into it like, cool. What can I get out of this? Because I got, I have nothing to lose (laughs) anymore. I've got nothing to lose. Um, which means you have everything to gain, which is a place of power. And, uh, you know, you get to start seeing once the chaos settles, and uh, everything kind of settles, and the tears dry, which they will, they will, you guys, they will, um, then you get to start to rebuild. And uh, I think that's super healthy. And I think Especially as someone who moves a lot, like I, I used to move every couple years in college. I moved dorms all the time and uh, not all the time, but every year I moved. And, you know, there's a good energy to, to moving and shifting your energy uh, that you get to kind of start from anew again. And since I love Los Angeles, I don't really plan on moving from here anytime soon, um, as far as I can see. I know that I'm, you know, I'm not going to have that same kind of every few years. I get a, a little energy boost from that. So I think this might have been the universe's energy boost for me. And I would love to end this podcast by telling you. And since then, um, I signed with William Morris Agency and I've got my own pilot in the works that I get to write, direct and produce. And I'm a big deal. That's not what happened. <laughs> but what I will tell you is uh, slowly but surely, I've been really proactive about shifting my life to a more positive outlook and, and being really careful and clear about the people that are around me um because I I want them you know to serve me as much as I can serve them I want people around me that excite me and delight me and if they don't they're out listen if I could handle what happened in the fall (laughs) all the things that went down in the fall and summer and the amount of stress that was on my plate then if I can handle that you know I really don't don't care about other things that don't matter in fact quick story this is kind of funny uh I don't want to hurt his feelings because I don't care but also like um I'm not a terrible person so I'll tell it in kind of a weird way I went out with this kid uh and it was fine it was fine I was like in a dating mode so I was like you know dating people whatever and it was one date and it was it was within the first couple minutes I knew I was like oh god I planned this poorly because now I have to be with this kid for a while and it was fine. Like, he's okay. It just was like, not great. And I just was like, not excited about it. Uh, so, uh, didn't work out. And, uh, at the, I didn't think anything of it cause I was just like, all right, see ya. Cause it didn't mean anything to me. He contacted me like a week later, two weeks later, and I just ignored him not to be, you know, a terrible person, but because I was like, I don't care. You're like, no offense, but you're nothing to me. I've got a lot of people I care about that I don't get back to that I don't get to see. So uh, anyway, he got really mad <laughs> via text because I eventually was like, Oh, sorry. And not I didn't even say sorry, because I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry that you're really boring. And you think that I'm awesome, because I kind of am awesome. And you kind of were really boring. <laughs> but he sent me this text. And it was kind of hilarious. If you're a personal friend, I'll share it with you sometime. But He got really mad, like really mad, because I just responded, you know, bluntly, like not interested as nicely as I could, but not interested. He got super mad and uh, texted me a bunch of really mean things and uh, in a row. And then and I was like, obviously, I'm happy with my decision on this one because crazy pants. And then I and he's like, worst part is I don't even think you care. And I was like, ah, here's the thing. I don't. I don't, because now I'm a new person who is going to be careful about who she lets in and is going to be uh, grateful for those who have stuck around and grateful for those who don't need to be let in. And it's just like, I was just like, of course I don't care. Of course I don't care. It saddens me that you would think that I care. Anyway, that's kind of a side note. But I think that all came from a, a new fa- this new foundation that I got to build at the end of last year um, that is starting to you know be rebuilt this year. And as a result, I have really high hopes for... The year and for my career and the year and for you, my friends. Um, whenever you're going through your breakdown, I hope this maybe story helps or I hope whatever you're going through, you start to realise the beauty that, uh, you get to rebuild on the other side. Even if you didn't expect it and you really, you know, were highly invested in something else, you don't know that the goals that you got from whatever previously happened, you don't know that that was all that needed to happen. And there's something even better waiting in the next you know, foundation, the world that you're building. So you can't be like, but that was the one thing I ever wanted. Cause you don't know that. You just, you don't know. You just don't know. So anyway, that's, that's, that's going to be firmware, the podcast, uh, our podcast on breakdown. Here's the new thing about this new computer. I actually don't know how long that was. My other computer would tell me, I don't, this one, I'm going to have to figure out how long it was. I know that it was 726 bars. However, that's that feels like a lot. It feels like it was a while, but I don't know time-wise what that means. That just doesn't. I don't have it in the right setting. I gotta, fig- I gotta figure this out. Anyway, um, this was super cathartic, you guys. I, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope my story helps. Whoever's listening, I really do appreciate you keep listening. Um, BriannaHanson.com will have the show notes up. Of this podcast, so you can you know see links to the books and ideas that I talk about. I'll definitely look up that thing about human shedding skin versus snakes because I totally had that wrong. Fairly certain, and uh, yeah, these will come out once a week. It, do you like them, friends? Do you like them? Let me know. You know, those of you who have my digits, use them. My email is brianna at breanna You can also leave comments on my blog. I put up blogs all the time on life and funnies and fitness and whatnot. So. Um, I'm also going to try and get ahead on these so that they actually come out consistently when I promise they will. Because life happens, guys. Life. Life happens. All right. This has been fun. I hope to see you very soon on the Twitters or the Facebooks or whatever, friends. Until next time, bye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> mm. yo 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 this is be easy and i am happy to introduce to the world my latest single i'm over you i really poured a lot of my heart and soul into this single for y'all my fans, and i think it's just in time for you know valentine's day or whatever you're going through so this is it enjoy my single i'm over you and remember you can follow me at Be Easy hip Hop on the Twitters. Yeah, I'm over you. Enjoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. This song goes out to all the people who are trying to get over that certain someone. I feel you. This is for you. Um, uh, I'm over you. You were the one, gave you my heart, but I was wrong. Now I'm done, I'm so over you. I don't think about you at night. I don't call out your name every morning light. Cause I'm over you. You couldn't be a man. You didn't step up to the plate. So I'll find someone who can. Yeah, I'm over you. I felt electricity at the start, the way you made me laugh. Nothing could keep us apart, but now I'm over you. I want to punch you in your face. When I see you out, I'll spray you with my mace. Cause I'm over you. I miss talking philosophy, I miss hiding in forts, I miss laughing till three. No, I'm over you. I won't be treated like shit. I won't be taken for granted and refuse to tolerate it. Yeah, I'm over you. I'm dating other guys. The conversations are so dull, they often make me cry. Still, I'm over you. I won't wait around while you go soul searching for external happiness that can't be found. Yeah, I'm over you. Got your shit together yet? Wanna go to a booty, walk the reservoir with your pet? Wait, no, I'm over you. I get paid an hourly wage and I'll babysat your ass. I'm still waiting to get paid, cause I'm over you. I didn't mean that. I'm just trying to make you hurt so you feel bad and come back. I'm not over you. Wait, no, I mean that I am. Now I'm all confused. Why'd you do this to me, Cam? I'm supposed to be over you. I know that's how it should be. There's no reason to care. I should enjoy being free. I'm over you. That's what I tell myself at night so I can sleep a little better, thinking all this bullshit is right. Yeah, I'm over you. You can hear it in this song. Clearly I'm over you. You didn't hear me wrong when I said that I'm over you. And I'll be right here when you come back. I'll still want you. Don't fear. Because I'm over you. I'm over you. I'm over you.